This is the Get a Life podcast with Pastor Brandon, and we are back with another episode. And on Tuesdays, we'll be dedicated to interviews, so we'll call this Interview Tuesday. And we're going to talk about getting a life, that life that Jesus talks about in John 10, 10, where he says the enemy is out to uh, steal, kill, and destroy. But I came to give life. Talk about Jesus. Jesus came to give life. And so we're going to use Tuesdays to chat with our people on how to get a life. And then on Thursdays, we will start our Bible study uh, this week in the book of James. And we'll go through the book of James and we'll see how Jesus' uh, half-brother, James, um, wants us and challenges us to get a life. And James is a book that challenges us. But right now, we're going to dig into uh, our discussion for this episode and I have with me my uh, beautiful wife, Jenny, with us today. So, Jenny, just say hey to the listeners out there. Hi, guys. And so today we're going to just pull back the layers and talk about something that's uh, pretty um, vulnerable, um, pretty something that people don't want to talk about. We want to, on this podcast, we want to talk about things that are not being discussed we want to talk about things that are not being talked about uh we feel like there is healing in discussions of the things that we just want to put behind closed doors and we want to be vulnerable and we want to open up our life and open up what we've been through uh not to praise this devil but to praise god who has brought us through um he has turned beauty into he has turned ashes into beauty and so um so we always want to discuss that and we want to talk about um, an ugly word in the church, the D word. Um, and that D word is divorce and how marriage is um, crumbled. Marriages that are crumbled through divorce because of different reasons. Um, and we're going to just discuss some of the things that me and Jenny been through and just to be open right up front of this podcast if you want to turn it off go ahead and turn it off right now because me and Jenny has both been divorced um and we're going to talk a little bit about our struggles and what we've been through but also we're going to talk about how God feels about divorce and then the next time we're together on interview Tuesday we'll actually talk about um we'll actually talk about the better part of of new life um just because bad things happen doesn't mean that you have to stay there. Um, there is a way out and there is a way up. And that is uh, God. That's why in Psalm 3, he said, you are the lifter of my head. You know, he's, he's going to hold us up. And we'll talk about that more in the next episode. But this episode, we want to dedicate just about the gunk and junk and the bad news that divorce is. But we'll start off, Jenny, by just coming to the basics. Why does God hate divorce? Well, in the Bible, it talks about, and it says, God hates divorce. Yes. Um, I don't think he necessarily hates divorce on our humanly thinking, but I think that he hates divorce because of what it does to us. Um, it kind of rips away part of who we are and who we were, and it takes a piece and it takes a piece and it breaks us. Um, God meant marriage to be something positive and to build each other up and to edify each other you know we're supposed to love each other like god loves us but divorce is like a breaking of that vow um 
So I think marriage is the closest thing that we have to how much, you know, in a way that God loves us. He didn't have to have us, but he wanted us. Kind of like we want our husband, but he didn't have to have us. Yes. So divorce is is a is a broken prom or divorce is a broken promise. Uh, when we get married, um, sometimes we focus more on the um, we focus more on the celebration or the wedding than we do the marriage. Um, but marriage is much bigger than um, whatever whatever your wedding looked like. Maybe it was tuxedos. Maybe it was a big dinner afterwards. Maybe it was a big celebration. Maybe you took a hundred pictures. It's bigger than all all the celebration can be, um, because marriage is a covenant, and any promise that God makes, He's serious about it, and He wants us to be serious about our uh, promises. That's why Jesus said, "Let your yes be yes, and your no be no." Anything else is from the evil one, and that's what He uh, that's what He really expects from us is in the same way, um, just to be true to our word to, to just keep our promise and as Jenny's already um, alluded to in Malachi it says that God hates divorce and why does God hate divorce because um, God doesn't like to see to see us in shambles he doesn't like to see us in a bad place um, and marriage puts us in a bad place he you know uh, there's a popular song on radio now where it talks about how uh, God is the promise keeper and he wants us to be mirrors of who he is. So if God's a promise keeper, then me and you should be a promise keeper. So um, we'll go ahead and start with that. So we've already laid the foundation that divorce is ugly. We don't allow the foundation that, that God hates divorce. But, um, but Jenny, does it mean that if I have divorced, that God hates me, that God can't use me anymore. Speak on that for a few minutes. So I think it's like anything else in this world. Um, you know, God can still use a liar. God can still use a murderer. Um, God can still use a divorced person. You know, we go through struggles. We go through um, trials. And, and sometimes we even go through sin just so that we can get to the other side and so we can help others who are going through the same thing things that we went through so that they don't have to go through it or to be someone who understands where they're coming from. You know, everyone in this world just wants to fit in, wants to know that someone cares, that someone understands. And there is someone in this world, you know, it might be me, it might be you, it might be someone else, but someone somewhere understands where you're coming from. And I think when you go through these things and you've had the heartache and you've had the struggles and you know why you've been put in this situation and you came out of it a better person, um, then God is going to use that so that you can help other people. It's almost like a ministry of itself that you're reaching out to people who are going through or who needs someone to lean on to say it's going to be okay. So um, when someone is going through this kind of thing uh, called divorce um, that you you feel you just feel like a train wreck um, let's just be honest we feel like a train wreck and we just feel like a mess and we made a mess of life and just like everything else um, you're not excluded from the kingdom of God uh, you're not excluded just because you may be a liar there's people in the Bible um, 
we got this messed up. There's people in the Bible who are murderers. There are people who in the Bible who've been liars, who've been deceivers, um, adulterers. Um, you know, people, if we would name drop, these are people that you look up to. These are people that we would call Bible heroes. Uh, but um, they didn't always live a perfect life. And these are people that we were mentioning Sunday sermon after Sunday sermon after Sunday sermon, but they've messed up. So um, just because one has had a uh, divorce or a failed marriage doesn't doesn't equal um, doesn't doesn't kick, get you kicked out of the ministry. Doesn't get you kicked out in the kingdom. Um, so that's a very misconception that. That divorce is the one thing you cannot do. If you do that, then you're excommunicated. You're done. And that's not really the case. That's just a, a, a misconception over the years. Um, so let's just start from the, let's just, let's just kind of, uh, share our own story, Jenny, here for a little bit and talk about, um, some things that we went through. And, um, in our next episode, we'll talk about the better side of it. But this, this episode, this so, uh, everybody can kind of see what a real life example looks like. Um, you can tell a little bit of your story and then I'll share a little bit of my story, but you go ahead first. So I got married pretty young. Um, you know, I wasn't living right, although I would have told you that I was a Christian. Um, I wasn't living right. So therefore I wasn't saved. Um, but you know, everyone in the South was saved. So I got married in sin at a really young age. Um, when you get married in sin, you know, things stin tend to stay that way unless you're being called out. Um, I felt like I was needing a change, you know, that I wanted to get into church and wanted to get things right and to settle down and to be um, truly saved and seek after God. But, you know, my spouse was quite the opposite. He um, wanted to stay in drugs and drug abuse, and he could be a abusive, um, verbally, mostly, um, and emotionally. Um, and the more I sought after God, the worse things got at home. Um, I mean, eventually I just gave up and, you know, we weren't going to church anymore, but the problem still stayed. Um, he couldn't keep a job. He, um, just wanted to find something in life that had nothing to do with me, it seemed. Um, I knew I couldn't live a life like that. You know, um, the drug abuse was, it went from medicines that were over the counter to pills that were over the counter to um, illegal drugs. And me being a teacher, I just, I couldn't have this in my house. If this, if things went down, it was going to go down and be on me. Um, I could, you know, lose my license if things had gotten out or, if, you know, whatever. Um, but he would steal most of these over-the-counter drugs. He had lots of um, run-ins with the law. He was on probation. It, it was just a mess. And it was, toward the end, it was just a spiral of events. Um, Definitely not where I wanted to be or needed to be, and it just became too much. Um, the last night that we were in the same house, 
he wanted his pills and, you know, I tended to flush them down the toilet um, just because I didn't want them in the house. And it was almost in a fit and he grabbed my arm and that was, that was it. I decided I was done. So I kicked him out and I was the one that initiated the divorce because I knew that life would never amount to anything after this, um, through this. And I knew that I, this wasn't where I was supposed to be. You know, I got married while I was in and I was reaping my, my, I guess, reaping what I sowed because we weren't on the same path. We weren't equally yoked. Um, I was trying to be better and he just wanted to stay stuck. So, uh, three things that, that really stick out to me in that uh, story and correct me if I'm wrong. Uh, but the first one was, uh, you entered that married marriage into sin. Um, sometimes when we do things in the flesh and not the spirit, then we're doomed from the start. Um, and I don't mean that to be negative, but when we do things outside of God's will, don't expect good things to happen because we are outside of his will, out of his blessing, out of his protection, if, if you will. Um, the second thing that stood out to me, you said eventually over time, you just kind of quit going to church. Um, when we get into a mess, we lose focus. Um, this is why God hates divorce. This is why the devil loves it. Um, because of the whole focus. Listen, if, if, if the devil can't stop you from your calling, he'll distract you from your calling. He will, um, he'll make you lose your focus. If I'm not focused on Jesus, then my life is a mess. I think about Peter. Peter walked on water. He did a supernatural when he was well focused on Jesus, but when he focused on the storm, that's kind of what Jenny alluded to in her story. When you focus on the storm, you just kind of lose your real focus and then you just kind of drop out of church, you kind of drop out of relationship. And I know Jenny, that when you say you dropped out of church, you also probably dropped out of reading the word. You probably also dropped out of prayer because um, no one just stops doing one of them. They typically stop doing all of them. And then the last thing is you feel like you had no purpose. Um, that's another reason that God hates um, divorce and Satan loves it is because he wants us to lose our purpose. He wants us to lose um, our edge. And, uh, so a little bit about my story is similar to Jenny's. I entered into it. I entered into a marriage in a time of sin. I wasn't living right. I wasn't living for God. We were partying. We were drinking a lot. Uh, me and my ex and, um, we were already living together. We were already in sin. And, um, you know, she wanted to get married. I didn't really want to get married, but I got tired of hearing her say it. So we just got married and, um, what too long after that marriage or after the wedding, excuse me, that um, I went to church with my grandma to a revival. And I honestly just went because I got tired of her inviting me and her nagging me to go to church. So I went. And while I was at church, I experienced God. And while I was at church, I felt something I haven't felt probably ever. Um, not just a tense. And then I just went home. And this is after a night of partying and, you know, went to work the next day and went to church right after work. And so I probably still had alcohol in my DNA somewhere. Um, I just went home and knew that this was not the way I should be living. 
I didn't do anything at the church service. I didn't do anything at the altar call. But I went home and I got down on my hands and my knees in my bedroom and I just prayed for God to do something in my life. And a few weeks later, I had this dream, this revelation of Jesus calling me into the ministry. I, I can see Jesus as clear as I can see Jenny right now doing this podcast uh, that, that Jesus said, I'm calling you into the ministry. And of course, I tell my wife at the time who were living in sin, we just got done partying the night before, and I tell her that I've had an encounter with Jesus. I've, I've had a, uh, a heart change. I don't want to start living. I don't want to live this life no more. I want to live a different life. I want to start going to church. I want to get into ministry somehow, some way. And of course, she left me out the door. And so we got in the ministry. We got in church. I got on staff at church a few years later. Uh, but there was just all this, um, there was just all this, um, division going on because I'm trying to go one direction. She's trying to go her direction. And then there's her issues. There, uh, there's, um, there's this adultery going on and, and, and there's all this mess going on the whole time. I'm trying to do things that I feel like the Lord is telling me to do. And and she's doing everything in her power to fight against it. And and to continue to live the life that she wanted to live. And it was just basically two people going two different directions. And there was, a, there was just a lot of hurt there. And I didn't do everything right either. I'm not perfect in this story. Um. But there were some things, there was some infidelity going on, there was some adultery going on on her behalf, and it was just, it was just getting ugly, and it was just hard to stay focused, as Jenny said. It was just hard to stay focused. And so, after the, uh, after, you know, eventually she left, she said, I don't want to do the ministry, I'm out of here. So she leaves, and I go into a deep depression where I tell God, I prayed, God, remove anything that's in my life that's hindering me from you. Now, little did I know that that's what was hindering me, and if I would have known that, I may have never prayed that prayer. I wouldn't have been bold enough to pray a prayer like that. So I, I, so, so God removed the things out of my life, and my life changed drastically. The church was trying to help me, and the church was trying to encourage me, and I just didn't want to hear it. And I just wanted, if, I just said, God, if this is what kind of God that you are, that you're going to remove people like that in my life, then I don't want nothing to do with you. Because it wasn't so much that I was upset that I was going through a divorce because, listen, the marriage was toxic. It wasn't healthy for me or her or anybody. The best thing were for us to do was to go different directions. But I'm not a creature of change. I like, I'm a creature of habit. So I didn't be well with the change. And I just felt like I, I, you know, no one cared for me no more. No one loved me no more. And I just wanted to just give up and I quit. I just threw my towel in, so to speak. And so we'll, we will stop there for this episode and we'll pick back up on our next episode. Um, so Jenny and her story, uh, filed for divorce. Um, and she doesn't know what the future looks like. Uh, my wife walked out on me. Um, I'm in depression. I've quit the ministry. It looks ugly, but I promise you it gets better. And we'll finish it next Tuesday. So come back with us next Tuesday as we'll finish this, as we'll continue to talk about life after divorce. We'll see you next time on the Get, on the Get a Life podcast.